Welcome to Chronic Love, a supportive space for people with chronic illness. I'm Robin, a psychologist in New York City, navigating the fallout of a breast cancer diagnosis some years in. And I'm on a personal journey to join together with others who have similarly found themselves facing life challenges in the wake of chronic illness. Together, with the generous humans you're about to meet, we welcome you into our discussions. In telling people when you're first diagnosed, yeah. that was one of the most draining parts. Yeah. <laughs> I say that everything's the most draining with cancer. Hi, I'm Laura. Um, I was diagnosed in July of 2017 with triple negative breast cancer and am BRCA1 positive and went through a series of chemo and surgeries. I don't know if you guys did this. I would tell one person in a friend group and ask them to tell the rest of the friend group. And I like, I asked my parents to tell the rest of my family, for example, because it just, it got really exhausting to have those conversations. Yeah. I mean, I think that identifying a key like person within a larger group and, and allowing them to kind of take the lead and help you disseminate information um, that really resonates too. And then thinking about like how to handle communication ongoing, because I definitely feel like, which is, again, it's really wonderful when you feel like your community wants to hear the update or what's the latest news from a scan or how are you feeling after a chemo, but bearing in mind, especially, you know, if you've been a social person, you're older and you have a lot of relationships you could end up spending after you've been doing chemo the whole next day on the phone, texting, repeating the same story over and over again. And that can be really challenging. Hi, my name is Eva. I was uh, diagnosed with stage four non-Hodgkin's lymphoma in August of 2017 and went through six months of intensive chemotherapy and have subsequently have been in remission for over two years. I think it was really wonderful when I would receive texts of like, how are you feeling, whatnot? And there would be included a permission given of yeah. no need to write back. Um, I yes. just want to check in on you kind of thing like that. Because of course, you, you don't need to write back. But if yeah. you're somebody who's also, you know, really keyed into wanting to be polite or wanting to always manage relationships, which is somebody like I am this way, you know, it, it was really great to have that little sentence on there because I, I didn't feel guilty then delaying like a week until I called that person back or maybe never calling them back. Something that my cousin did that I really appreciated was she sent me an email and said, I'm going to email you every Sunday. Uh, respond if you want to never feel like you have to go as long as you need to without responding and every Sunday whether it was a couple sentences or a few paragraphs I received something from her that was a piece of her life and a knowledge that she was thinking of me and checking in on me and I really really appreciated that kind of consistency and care it's a really great with no conditional aspects to it yeah 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 so beautiful yeah that's wonderful 
I had a friend, um, she's, she's really an amazing, amazing woman who did something similar, which is she would send me every week, I would get like a handwritten letter, like a newspaper clipping, or an article she liked, or circled little notes on the magazine clipping kind of thing. And yeah, it definitely also felt unconditional. And it was a really special way to make me feel considered and thought of, but also giving me something to look forward to and to open or read. Another example of that exact thing that worked so well for me was I have a good friend who's a neighbor who on chemo mornings on her way to work, which was right before I would leave, she would leave a little tiny thing at my door, even if it was very, very simple things, a card, a chapstick, a sticker, the smallest little thing to like pick me up that morning as I was on my way to chemo, just a nail polish. And that was really, really touching and like very helpful. There's something about these gestures to to just kind of like show that people are thinking about that they're thinking about us that they're holding us in mind, um, and that there is no conditional component to it. That we can just be and we can be struggling in the moments that we're struggling. That we could be, you know, okay, but not obligated in the moments that we're finally feeling okay. If you're watching this and you're resonating with any of this. Um, I just want to say that you should know that you're not in this alone. Um, you're never in this alone. Ready? One, two, three. Until next time, sending love. Until next time, sending love. Until next time, sending love. If you'd like to join us for a candid discussion about your experience with chronic illness, or if you'd like to connect to Simply Say Hello, we welcome you to reach out through any of the social media platforms or through our website, and all of our information is listed below.